Hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. That's everything all the time. Careful, it bites. Episode 2 of Everything All the Time. I am Ryan Lance, and with me is Jeff Harrow. Yes, yes, Jeff uh, here, Jeff, partner. Jeff is, is, is here, and he's alive, and uh, we're drinking beer. Yes, most importantly. That's what we normally do. Um, a delicious beer. Uh, this guy right here, Golden Nugget, Toppling Goliath. Not something you see too often in San Diego. Um, it's really good, though. Really solid. Uh, these guys are out of Iowa. Look them up. Try to drink their beer. It's pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah, no, it's a really solid, well-balanced IPA. I think that the uh, malt and hop character are just like right in the center, and it's actually really solid. Yes, yes, I like that a lot. It's not, it's not too fruity. It's not too piney. It's kind of just in that that got a good center. Well-balanced. I love a well-balanced IPA. It doesn't have to be a hop overload. Well-balanced is fucking good for me. Nice. You know, um, the one thing I realized that I didn't do last time on the first episode was talk about. Um, well, one, we should just give any people that are listening or checking in, let's let them know what we're doing yeah. and what this, this show is, is basically it's a podcast about, um, beer, food, music, movies, anything that we're interested in that we want to talk about yeah. and also can be, you know, we'll just say whatever we want to. Yeah. So there's no, we're not holding back here. We're going to say, you know, stupid, ridiculous shit. That could potentially be offensive to some people, and yeah. if that's the case, and you're easily offended, don't listen to this show. We're gonna we're gonna try to break it down into segments too, because I feel like last time we just kind of talked, we, but we they, did. at the same time, but it's conversational. It's conversational, so. yeah. And I don't know, like whatever. It's just kind of the way it's gonna yeah. be. It's yeah. just we do have general segments and where we're gonna talk about certain things, but at the same time we're just going to trail off and we'll yep. go into weird tangents and just do whatever we want to do. Yep. So, you know, hopefully the things that we're speaking of are interesting yep. and that's, that's, exactly. that's the whole point for the, uh, for the five people that are going to listen to our second episode. Right. Yeah, we yeah. hope that it's a little more of a podcast, you know, and I forgot to, what yeah. I also forgot to do is, you know, talk about myself a lot. Yeah. Like I forgot to build myself up into um, I forgot to talk about the fact that this is going to go on my website. Yeah, so exactly. uh, rclvoice.com is where you can find the the episodes initially, yeah. and then they're going to upload to iTunes, and then I'm going to look into it, but I'm probably going to try Google Play too, yeah. so it gets it on, cool. on the different sources. Totally. But it's going to start on iTunes. And, and then, I will be introducing a website too, uh, <laughs> micropenisjeff.com. Yeah, there's so a, there's definitely a, for everybody, please put that... <laughs> Google it and see what happens when you Google uh, micro penis Jeff. There's going to be a lot of a um, lot of really good pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, and it's all based on uh, being it, proud of a micro penis. You set it up like a like a Google search, right? So it just kind of walls down yeah. with like photos, just an endless photos. amount of just thumbnails the, of the just micro penis, tiny baby dicks, <laughs> <laughs> tiny little baby dicks. But you know what? I'm. It's good to be proud of that. No, it is. Yeah, I think that you know, there's too much, you know. There's too much stuff going on in our culture where everything's about size. Yep. I think we really need to get back into making you know things smaller. I've always thought about this. And can you imagine if one super cool celebrity came out and was like, you know what? Not No, okay, not him. But like his <laughs> wife came out. I was like, you know what? My super famous celebrity husband has the 
most satisfying micro penis ever. Can you imagine how cool that trend would be? Angelina Jolie can just come <laughs> yeah, out and say Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt has a micro penis. Yeah. Kanye and Kim. Kim's like she, he impregnated but me I want, twice. I don't want anything penis. positive said about Kanye West ever. And he has herpes. <laughs> Good. I yeah. hope he has herpes that kill him. He has the tiniest penis filled with herpes, but it's <laughs> pleasurable as shit. And then like the trend. Right. That would be like the new hashtag. Like look at this micro penis. Hashtag micro penis. It'd be a pretty fucking cool trend, dude. Uh, and, then, and then and then everyone with big giant dicks would just be shamed for the big giant dick. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Know. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna completely flip it around. Yeah, big let's dicks do are it, out, dude. little no, dicks yeah, are yeah. in. Yeah. Fuck stupid big dicks, all useless and shit. <laughs> um I guess the other aspect that we should like, you know, tell people is that, you know, we both work in the beer industry. Yes. And uh, yeah. I, you know, I've also in the past, I didn't mention this last time, but I worked in the uh, entertainment industry too. Yeah. And I mean that mainly just adult films, yeah. but yeah. Um, I yeah. also did entertaining myself most of my life. <laughs> is that just Pathetic, called masturbation? Uh, masturbation, yeah. being lonely, okay. crying in a mirror. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's all entertaining. You just dosh garnet. Garnet, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you just said. <laughs> you just got dyslexic right now. I just right totally, now. yeah, I had a fucking brain meltdown. We'll just say that you've been drinking a lot of those beers, dude. That's I had beer last night and I'm having excuse. beer right now. Nice. That's why I'm sweating a little bit. And you bit. didn't stop. No, I never yeah, stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I was drinking in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Use one of those camel packs and just put the little hose in my mouth and just That's keep awesome. going. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically we both work in the beer industry. I've worked in film and music in the past. And uh, so I feel like we're... Well, we're not professionals at um, being critics and whatever. We do consume a lot of uh, media and entertainment, and I feel like we have valid opinions towards those things. Yeah, so yeah. that's why we're talking to you right now, and yep. that's why we're going to keep talking to you until you know iTunes or somebody shuts us down, really. Yeah. Like, they have to shut down the website. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, uh, when you look up for new episodes, it'll be on rclvoice.com, and then, again, iTunes, and then probably other services after yeah. that. So, let's... um. Let's get into it. I guess uh, let's go. Uh, let's just talk. Let's, you know, we kind of did our first segment there. So yeah, let's yeah, just kind was, of. That well, was awesome. It was, was a slight introduction there, maybe a little long, but whatever. Uh, let's. Um, what, what are we? What have you been drinking lately besides what we're drinking right now? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I right now I'm on the uh, the Midwest kick, uh, Surly, which I also. We'll probably have later. It's the Simtra. Nice. Or Citra. Fuck. Simtra. I'm Simtra, Citra. It's all, it's all, you know. Well, no, no there's not. a, the Knee Deep does Simtra. Knee Deep does a yeah. Simtra, right? Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> and it's good. It's really yeah, yeah, good. it's really good. Okay, so they have a, I'm doing Surly. I brought you over the Todd the Axe, man. I'm going to try that. I'm definitely excited about pretty that. Pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm kind of on, not that I'm, in no offense to the, the West Coast, but I'm, I'm on my little Midwest, East Coast binge right now. I nice. got some Brooklyn Brewery at home. Cool, cool. Probably to try. But You, you know um, what, I, I was, for a while, a couple of years ago, um, actually I'll say this because I, you know, as professional courtesy, we don't, we're not going to say where we work, but yeah. what I will say is that I did used to work for Stone. So yeah. I don't work for Stone now, but I, I used to. Yeah. And when I first started with Stone, I was on this big um, brown kick. Yeah. I was just drinking, drinking browns, drinking browns, drinking browns. And my boss thought it was really weird. He was like, "What?" You know, Not a lot. Of, you know what? I, yeah. I actually have a good friend who's mainly into browns and reds. He actually fucking hates. IPAs. I think browns and reds are really good. I just feel like sometimes the malt character is too much, yeah. or they can be a little syrupy or whatever. It's a weird but beer to drink on a hot day. It is. is how it is. I see it. Yeah. With our weather right now, though, it's been kind yeah, of I mean, we're actually having like standard spring weather. Which yeah, yeah, is, it's which been is pretty solid. Yeah. By the way, we're we're recording in some unknown location in San Diego. Yeah. So 
Yeah, we are uh, we are both living in San Diego and, and enjoy it quite a bit. And obviously, the beer in San Diego is also incredible. Yep, it's about 120 breweries now. I think it's pretty ridiculous. Microbrews, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. It's incredible. I think it's just it's just uh, it's boiling over, like we talked about last time. But it's just uh, it's an incredible it's an incredible place to be when you want to just be like, oh, hey, I'm going to walk down the street and there's four breweries on the same street. It's yep. kind of insane. But uh, I always tell people that I can walk to like eight tasting rooms if necessary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not always necessary but if you want to do it it's no i figured you should just, we'd just do a run where you go from like you go on one street where you can just go like like 30th for example yeah, yeah. you hit 30th and you can hit like what are there's like five or six or something like that yeah, i don't know yeah. you could go to one have one beer every place and just yeah. try something but i mean usually it doesn't happen we end up st- sticking around and hanging out yeah so and so place and if one but, place is cool enough, we stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I need I need to get a reminder too. I was driving past it the other day. There's a brewery near Fall that's Poorhouse. Is it that is it that little tiny spot that we we're and that's that is I remember we were, we were there one night randomly. Yeah. Poorhouse. And I, yeah. Okay. I want to go back because I yeah. don't really remember the beer that well, so I want to try that again. Yeah. No, I like their their shandy's pretty fucking good. And I mean that's especially with summer coming up. Like that's going to be a great beer to drink in the summer shandies shandy yeah dude no, i was watching shandy, shandy in general you know what's really good. funny i was watching um this show called booze traveler mm. and he just you know again just it's kind of like three sheets where he travels all over the world I've seen and, it. yeah, yeah, I've it, totally seen it before, he's, yeah it's interesting because he does a lot of like tries some weird shit and yeah. whatever but he went to i'm thinking i'm pretty sure he was in germany or something i can't remember exactly where he was but he yeah. was a place that specializes in shandies like that's their thing that's cool so yeah. the whole place is like they they brew their own beer but then they also have their own lemonade and yeah. then they combine just the two shandy, and it's just yeah. fucking weird i don't know it's just, just thing, a thing man that's weird. i guess from a hot day it sounds refreshing and i guess if the beer was good and the lemonade was good but i mean most of the time around here like when you get a shandy it's not it's like what what's line of kugels the one that like has that and i just yeah, it's whatever, just fake yeah. bullshit that's in a bottle that tastes too sweet and it's like full of sugar and it's disgusting yeah i think that beer is specifically made for people who don't who think they're drinking craft beer and <clears throat> they're like oh it has lemon in it you know there's yeah. just um I, we were at a festival yesterday um the paella festival oh, yeah. which was a total clusterfuck <laughs> but, i didn't uh, even know that it, it was even going on yeah i didn't know i did was it, there actually I, any paella it was a work re- yeah there was but okay. um there was the, the problem is that paella takes a while to make yeah so there was certain booths there was just people standing around staring. no the lines were insane and then there was other places that were like okay the festival's going on all day long and they're like we won't have paella again till four o'clock and you're like, oh, all right, whatever. It was it was a total. But basically, all the other beer companies that were there were ten barrel. Uh, yeah. It was ten barrel. It was there was but there was Budweiser tent. There was like straight up a Budweiser. Well, that's because all the fucking crap brewers are over in Philly. Everyone's getting back from the CBC, dude. Mm-hmm. No, no, but there was like everyone. No, I just there. thought it was it so was... funny. I was like, interesting. So I, and barrel. and there was you know Stella things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. And there was a lot of like wine places and things like that. But yeah, it was just um, it was yeah, not 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 I my. I think jam. people who think of paella think about craft beer. Yeah, it doesn't. It, like I, it, it would make sense to go together. But I feel like people there was are a like, oh, Mexico brewery paella. there, yeah. though. Awesome. I don't remember their name off the top of my head, but they were there, and they were the guy. The guy that was pouring didn't know what he was pouring. There was oh, one that was a dark saison, and then a imperial stout, and he kept pouring the imperial stout and telling it was the, he didn't know. That's a bummer. But it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah. it's just nobody really gives a shit, anyways. But yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I don't know. Though. Whatever. Not not the not the best festival. Not the most uh, well organized thing. Yeah, I think there's too many fucking festivals, anyways. Like. Yeah, no, there's too much. Too well, anyways, much yeah. to revert back to what I was saying was, I was a couple of years ago I was like really into Browns, 
and now I'm kind of like re-getting into browns. Oh, that's cool. So I'm starting to like look at the maltier beers and kind of straying towards that. Like again, I have a little bit of a hop fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm over. Like I had a guy talking to me at the festival yesterday, and he was saying that uh, he's like. IPAs, those fa- that fad needs to end. I was like, it's not a fad. I was like, IPAs have been around for a really long time. Um, it's just that, you know, there's a big popularity increase in them. So, of course, the breweries are going to, you know, make more yeah. make more IPAs. If you have people demanding IPAs, every brewery is going to be like, well, we got to have one. Yeah. And everybody does have one. And yeah. IPAs are becoming like a standard, right? Instead of having like a pale ale or a lager or whatever, IPAs are becoming the standard for every single brewery. Every brewery has got an IPA, and then they start to make other stuff. And then the IPA becomes the standard. Like It's almost like when you go to a deli, everybody always has an Italian sub Yeah. at any deli you go to. There's always an Italian sub, and then there's a bunch of other sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got – so the IPA is the Italian sub. Everybody's got one, and hopefully it's good, and then you branch out. You know, yeah, so try, yeah. try the IPA, and then branch out and try the other cool shit that they're making. Yeah. I think it's just all about how it's made. I, I don't – I, I – throwing a shit ton of hops is it's it's technically one of the easiest beers to make so it's that's the other part of the popularity is that a brewery can just throw a shit ton of hops in a beer and here's our IPA. oh yeah yeah no, cool, sweet this is no no big deal yeah so that's i think that's probably one of the major issues i would say yeah no and, and but the popularity somehow people think if you drink craft beer you're only supposed to drink an ipa and that's pretty fucking stupid because there's so many goddamn good beers being made uh, I feel like the trend for sours is obviously huge right now. Right. Everyone's doing that, but there's that ongoing again. discussion about how sours are essentially just what you, it's, it's funny because I, I had a conversation with somebody a while back about yeah. how sours aren't really a thing Yeah, and that yeah. it's basically, it's, it's a way to make your beer like you purposely make it bad. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, but now it's becoming a, its own kind of genre. There's definitely an art to yeah. making. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so. I think that before it was like, oh shit, the beer is sour. That means it's bad. And that's yeah. that's kind of the that was the mentality behind it now. But people are like, oh, I like tart beers. I like sour beers. I like this. So then you know it's becoming like a Ber- Berliner Weiss is is a, a very tart sour beer, and depending on who's making it, can be extremely sour. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So because I just had one from I had that one from McKellar, and it was like I felt like the enamel was coming off my teeth, and that one was just it's it was, a solid one too. It was it's overwhelming though. Yeah. I was just like shit. It's like a three percent beer, but it's just so tart. I mean, it's no, amazing what throwing bacteria into a beer can do. Absolutely, yeah. It's I mean, definitely, it's a it's a chemistry and a science right yeah. but uh yeah. yeah no it's funny how sours are becoming more popular and everybody wants to develop a sour and even if the brewery isn't bottling or canning or whatever they're generally kind of come out with some version or sour version of of one of their beers yeah yeah um still they're solid though i yeah. used to hate them i used to fucking hate a sour i'm getting beer. i'm getting there and they're getting they're getting much better uh, I'm getting more familiar with them and flavor I'm, I'm profiles, starting to, yeah. to grow on me. But then yeah. again, I you know, it took a long time for hoppy beers to grow on me. I yeah. used to hate hoppy beers. And then I over time, you know, drinking drink a lot of shitty beer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your tastes change a little bit, start drinking Belgians, go into like American craft beer, and then trying to like, you know, kind of build it. And now like I can totally drink a hot bomb and be like, Oh, my, this beer is amazing. My go tos are always IPAs. I've I've branched out. I I like all beer, mm-hmm. but and I'll try any beer, but my go-to is always an IPA. I want to try a solid IPA. I want to try something well-balanced. I want to try something, even if it's a hot bomb, as, as long as it's just not obnoxious, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that there's, I think that the, um, as time progresses, I think that the industry will start to, you know, it's, 
again, everybody's going to have their Italian sub, and then they're also going to have, you know, five other things that aren't related to that at all. Yeah, exactly. And pale ales seem to kind of be making a comeback a little I bit. I agree, yeah, yeah. And I think that's good, because pale ales are good. Generally, they've been good beers. It just, they, you know, people are like, no, we just need to add more hops. Yeah. And I always think it's funny when you do, like, mm, and there's always, there's a little bit of a... It's a fine line to yep. cross, but when you make an extra pale ale, that means that there's more hops, essentially, which turns that almost into an IPA. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the extra pale aspect is kind of funny. I mean, it's it depends on whose recipe it is and who's making it. Yeah. But again, sometimes you can have some super hoppy pale ales, and they're calling them pale ales, but in reality, it's just an IPA. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I will say one, uh, one last thing for beers. Uh, I think it's pretty awesome because I've been a fan for a while uh, at the CBC, the World Beer Cup. Noble Aleworks just won uh, Best Small Craft Beer. Nice. Uh, which I think is huge, and it's well-deserved, those dudes. I've, I've been on their bandwagon for the last two years easy. Yeah, Noble's like, really solid. solid. Every, time, I, every IPAs, time you ever bring anything over or anything, I've goes, ever purchased anything. Yeah, 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 they're fucking solid. I'm stoked. They deserve it, man. They're yeah. fucking solid right now. They make great, great beers. So. Nice. All I right. Think it's awesome. Yeah, they got gold on that shit. Well, we're getting down to the end of our first beer here so should we yeah, go for a refill and then we'll come on to our next segment which yeah. will be basically like our music Let's talk about music our and music film and film yeah, yeah basically that we'll we'll jump into that next section so all right yeah, round two we're, we're gonna get a refill and then um we'll be back to talk about uh music and uh, movies yeah let's do it okay we're back and um what are, what are we what did you all just right. pour me we got the uh extra citra pale from surly in Minnesota, hmm. great well, beer city, underrated. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say underrated. I think for most people who are around in their Midwest, again, solid beer. Surly's been doing solid, solid stuff for a long time. Well, now. there's nothing to do in the Midwest but drink. But drink. So I hopefully mean, they'll be well. good at it, right? You'll be good at making, you know, whatever moonshine you're making out in the field <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Definitely a lot of corn, corn-based stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Either corn hole in each other or corn whiskey. Cow tipping, cow yeah, fucking. Yep. Might as well. What else are you gonna do? There's a lot of stuff to do there. Uh, like fuck a cow. <laughs> uh, well, that man. beer is good. You know what's no, sad is there's probably really cow fuckers somewhere. You know there is, dude. The notes on that are pretty solid. I really like that. <laughs> uh, you know it is good. It's a little um. I think it's the malt character. Something about it is a little funky. Yeah. It has a, it fades pretty quickly. It's interesting. I like it. I, I like it. And it's also weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're getting into it. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Let's do our, uh, we'll, we'll do our music and film segment here and see, uh, see what we can, what we got. Okay. Yeah. So I, you gave me a little, little task and I listened to a couple tracks from, was it Aesop Rock? Aesop Rock, yeah. Okay, the Impossible then, Kid. Yep. Okay, I listened to a couple tracks from that album, and then I also listened to it was like what was the other one? Bare Hands. Bare yeah. Hands. Bare Hands. Yeah. I listened to I think I listened to the single, and I didn't like it. I uh, what song was it? God damn it! It was something about something. It was called Two A.M. Two A.M. Yeah, actually, I, I'm not actually a big fan of that song. And I, I liked, think that's the problem. Is I probably should have listened to something else that was I liked random. The intro to that song yeah it was just that there were the lyrics uh, i have a problem with this there's a certain type of writing where it's he at least in that song it was very literal and i don't really like really literal stuff he was like we're gonna go to the store and we're gonna talk about our feelings and it's like 
everything was just I, I like a little more metaphor and some other stuff in that and that song did not have that for me at that all. That song was that song actually is a little boring. I actually like the I should have told you specific songs because the I Won't Pay, the very first song, it opens up with great songs. Okay. Like, it's a great intro to right. the album. Sounds good. I'll have to check, I'll have to check um, that out. I'll, I'll I'm listen. actually a little bit more of a fan of their Burning Bush Supper Club, which came out in like 2010. Okay. It's like their older album. I don't mind That's listening to old album. shit, honestly. Because, yeah. like, I mean, I, I, I listen to most of the music I listen to. Actually, lately, I've been listening to more modern music. But yeah. Majority of the time, I'm listening to you know like rock and roll from the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So I mean, that's like where I'm really at most of the time. Yeah. So I'm all over the um, place. I yeah. love to. I have been listening to more like electronic based stuff lately. Um, but I mean, those are I usually go through like phases of listening to certain styles of music, and then yeah. I kind of jump backwards. Yeah. But I'll go through a uh, like a a thing where I'm listening to a certain like artist and I'll listen to their entire like portfolio and I'll listen to every single thing that they've like the Beatles. I'll go like, I'll listen to the Beatles straight through every day for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden I won't listen to the Beatles for two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, they just, I'm like, Nope, that I'm, makes sense. I too. burned them out. I yeah. burned them out for me and it's like, I'm done with it. And then I'll come back again. Yeah. Like I'll come back and listen to the Beatles again, but it takes me time. So yeah. I don't just listen to the Beatles nonstop. So um, and then the other one was the Aesop Rock, and I think that from what I listen to, rap wise, he's definitely he's definitely rapping, which I appreciate. Yeah. But I think the beats and like the just the general style was it's a little monotone for me. I just did wasn't really getting into it. Like, do you remember it, what song to listen to? I listened to the like the first two or three tracks okay, off yeah. that album that you were talking. What was yeah. the name of the album? Impossible Kid. Okay. Yeah. 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 And. uh so one of for them the was first a, three tracks, Rings, which is I believe the second track. Okay. Well, one of them had a video. That was I was I was listening yeah, on yeah. YouTube. I was listening yeah. on YouTube. One of them had a video. The other one didn't. And yeah. then I yeah, it was just basically like it was. He was it, one of the, one of the songs he was talking about how he can't believe that he like likes to paint or something. I can't remember what it was. What yeah, the, the yeah. song was. Yeah. Well, I like yeah. I like Aesop Rock specifically because. It's not a style that a lot of people will listen to, even though he's been around forever. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that hip hop is originally based off of storytelling. So you don't have to f- rap about gangster shit, or you don't have to rap about you know fucking bitches. Like, and it, it's it's based off of storytelling. He has great stories. That album specifically, he has mm-hmm. a fucking song about his cat. Mm-hmm. He has a song about feeling old around all these stupid young kids. Mm-hmm. Like he has like legitimate great stories to tell. And it just so happens he's rapping them, and it just so happens it's over, you know, some beats. And, and speaking of, and a, a, really, awesome. a really great segue is another person that loved Cats was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I told you that you should listen to some Queen songs, and I actually specifically mentioned Hot Space, yeah. which is one of my favorite albums. But it was, there was throughout their career, that was noted as one of their, um, Per the fans, it was noticed as one of their noted as one of their worst albums. That's crazy, and it's because it was such a huge departure from the type of music that they were normally making, which yeah. was very like the operatic, like you know, Queen, you know, a thousand voices, and just yeah. this, this huge, big, epic music. And this was like a total toned down electronic kind of disco funk it was thing. very electronic yeah. yeah no it sounded very 80s electronic mm-hmm. i liked it though. And it was I mean, it was like i think the album came out in like 83 what was the the final song on that is what champions oh, i got no no i gotta i have to i had i pulled it up just yeah. it was under pressure under pressure yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah so the the final song is like one of their most popular fucking songs right like, the rest of the album's solid though i think that's interesting again i think that there's something that uh i i just find that album to be really fascinating and really interesting as queen has like 14 albums yeah and that one is such a 
different album yeah, you know, compared yeah. to this stuff. And you hear them as they progress that like they kind of they move with the times basically. So you can tell that like, oh, this totally sounds like a '90s album, or this totally sounds like, but it always had that Queen flair. Yeah. Now mm. this totally has an '80s sound to it, but at the same time, it has that Queen flair. But I think that like it's interesting that they were able to kind of just make music in their own kind of their own they had their definitely their own sound but if you listen to like the first three albums opposed to the last three albums they're like it's also a huge departure oh yeah you know it's queen but it's also just what the like what the fuck it's a totally different you know it's freddie mercury singing you know it's brian may playing guitar you you can hear it but it's all different yeah i I totally get that absolutely and um again i was gonna what i was gonna mention was uh freddie mercury loved his cats and he has a song about his cat called delilah that's awesome. And it's actually a really funny song. It's um, yeah. But he talks about... I remember I was listening to it the first time, and I thought, of course, like you just immediately think it's like, oh, I'm singing about a girl or something. Yeah. And then he says something about peeing on something. like in the, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Did he just say something about getting peed on or something? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? And I was like, what is this? And no, I, you know, I looked it up, and I was like, what? <laughs> that's what's... Like, honestly, in that... So the, the Aesop Rock album, mm-hmm. The Impossible mm-hmm. Kid... The song's called Kirby. It's mm-hmm. it's a fun, like, cool-sounding song. And in it, like, as he's describing shit, that's what I love about it is the way he's he's telling the story. And if you don't know that he's talking about a cat, you literally have... You think he's talking about this crazy, amazing person. Right. Like, he ends, like, some of the lyrics of, like, uh, you, you'll be the trash... Like, the... the the trash ball champion or something like that. And you mm. would never fucking know that. Oh shit. That's obviously. Yeah, no, I think it's really funny. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's awesome. It's really cool when you kind of delve deeper into certain artists, like especially oh, yeah. people that you have like a lot of respect for, because you find out that you know, lyrically or the song, like whatever they're doing <clears throat> in the songs, like it's geared towards this person or that thing. And it's like, you only would know that if you, you know, pay attention to the, like the history of it. Yeah. You yeah, know? Exactly. It's, yeah. it's really interesting when you get like delve deeper into the, uh, into that. And actually, um, I, for years, um, I would just, I don't even know when I started or when I, you know, but I, I've always been a huge fan of the Chili Peppers, like yeah. from their early albums to their, you know, more modern stuff. Yeah. Wasn't a big fan of the last album, but again, it's because I was a huge fan of John Frusciante and that was, you know, John Frusciante's departure from yeah. the band and everything. And uh, I just listened to their new single and I liked it a lot. And it's, but we've talked about this, but Danger Mouse is producing. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's his stylistic like push towards basically trying to reformulate what they kind of do like it's still chili peppers but it has his kind of flair to it and i think that's going to be a huge help because not that rick rubin rick rubin is a legendary producer and not that he was bad at doing what he was doing with the chili peppers but i think that they had just been working together for so long that they just kind of found a formula that worked and they didn't have to like try and reinvent themselves in any way shape or form yeah and not to say that the first single that just came out is reinventive of their of who they are as a band but it just i can already tell that it's got that like broken bells feel like yeah. of that kind of okay i'm starting to danger feel mouse has a sound that he he makes and so it doesn't matter who he works with they all kind of they have a similar sound but i think it works no matter who and who it is i'm I mean, actually really excited great. to hear the album now because i just heard that one song and i'm yeah. like oh that's actually really fucking cool i don't did you get a chance to hear I it haven't, no yeah. not no it's really i thought it was really awesome well, we can probably listen to it afterwards but uh yeah no it just it came out um i just i think i had low expectations even though i knew danger mouse was producing i just didn't have a lot of like oh yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be so good because yeah. i feel like john was the heart and soul of that band in a sense because he 
without John Frusciante, not to say that they wouldn't have become popular, but without him, they they have all these hits like Under the Bridge, Scar Tissue, things like that, where they that's what kind of launched them into their stardom, and it's a lot of it's due to his like guitar licks, yeah, you know, yeah. and of course you know catchy lyrics and all this other stuff, but it kind of it, I don't think if it would had been for John, I don't know if they would be at the same like momentous hugeness that they're at, you know, as yeah. a, as a band that exists. And uh, I feel like just without him, it doesn't have that same. They've, they've always had, struggled. Well, they've always, they've had Dave like Navarro eight, is terrible. They've had them. like eight or nine yeah, guitarists yeah. over the history of their, of like through their career. They've had like all these different people come in and out of playing guitar because yeah. the first guitarist obviously died. And then they've had all these other people come through and, you know, for Shanti is the one that gets them creative, man. Mm-hmm. And for Shanti's solo yeah. work, if anybody is ever curious or you really want to hear something different, listen to for solo work because it's so, um, some of it's more approachable, and then other stuff is just like off the wall, crazy. Insane. His his new shit is like just this electronic, like almost house style music that's just like kind of berserk, and it's it, time signatures are all over the place, and it's it's kind of hard to listen to sometimes. There's yeah. some really cool tracks, and then there's stuff you're like, what the fuck is yeah. he doing? But again, Frusciante doesn't make um he doesn't make music for you. He makes it for him, and then he puts it out. So it's kind yeah. of I mean you have to kind of go with that mindset that he's just making music to to make whatever he fucking wants. And yeah. It's nice to be like, Oh, I'm a millionaire and I have all this money and I can just do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And he has no like, uh, all like label obligations or anything. He just puts out what he puts out and then that's the way it is. He definitely making music for himself, a true artist. Um, have you seen any of the Radiohead stuff lately? Okay. So I listened to the chili whoever single before you came over. Yeah. And I listened to it again cause I want to hear it on the headphones. So yeah. I had my headphones on and then, um, burn the witch was right after that i've never been a huge radiohead fan and that i mean that song probably takes a few listens but it was it felt a little chaotic to me yeah and it was like a lot of there was strings and there's like a lot of it almost felt like a um just a shitload of noise and not that it wasn't well done it was just that there was so much happening and i was like oh my i was like it's a little overwhelming so i don't know i mean Again, I'm not a huge Radiohead fan. I like a like a, a cut here, a cut there, kind of thing, but never gotten into them in a real big way. So I, I, I definitely, I'm a fan. I love the music. I love Tom York. I think he's, that dude's insane. But I appreciate the way they are promoting this album in this like crazy digital day and age where you don't need, you don't do music videos, and if you do, they have to be somewhat interesting. And so they, well, they both their Instagram and Facebook just fucking went white they oh yeah no i heard about that about yeah then, then finally the burn the witch video came out and right. then they just released their newest video well didn't they do and i'm um, i it's didn't they have a an album called like in rainbows or something like yeah that? yeah okay. and that one was so didn't they just release that for free yeah that didn't one that was you can pay it was release. one of those pay what you want mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and that was a great album yeah. that, that actually I, I fucking love that album that in rainbows is great okay and I actually got great, the name right album. i don't yeah, even yeah 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 in rainbows, that's a great album man <laughs> okay yeah well that's um so that's that's been interesting i, I feel music wise this year has been really great there's been a lot of good albums I'm so far really, really pleased. Well, besides anything, yeah. a lot of amazing artists also dying, uh, I feel like this has been a really good year for music. So, I, yeah, bad, you know, it's bad year of, for artists kicking off. But speaking it's of also, that, I'm sure it's a, a person nobody has heard of or gives a shit about. But there's a singer. Her name's Candy Kane. She just passed away on Friday, and sure. she was crazy talented. Um, she was battling pancreatic cancer for like the last like four years. I saw her a couple years ago, so. I'm glad I got to see her live a couple times. Great voice. Crazy, yeah. crazy, great voice. Very like old school rock. Oh, right on, sound. right on. She was 
very uh i guess just in the past very overly sexual mm-hmm. um she did porn mm. she went from being married to being a lesbian like she did she did a lot of crazy shit well her name was always candy under Kane, candy so Kane, I was say, always, that sounds like a porno thing always under uh, i think people that have heard her appreciated the shit out of her yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah she just died, i'm actually not so. familiar with her but yeah that's, she just died friday so that's crazy again, how more, old though um, I think she was only in like her fifties or something okay. like that. She so, wasn't crazy old. She pulled the prince basically. Yeah. Unfortunately, man. Yeah, another great artist. Yeah, so hmm. they're right. definitely having one amazing music festival in hell right now. <laughs> you so know what? No yeah. matter. Yeah, I was like, whatever, whatever. If there is any type of um, any type of afterlife, no matter what you uh, what your beliefs are, yeah. if there is such a thing, there's a lot of fucking cool musicians. <laughs> I know they're all dead. <laughs> in that in that area, wherever it is, fucking limbo or whatever. It's crazy. Uh, if I could be haunted by somebody, I think I'd want to be haunted by like a really good musician. That yeah. way, they just get bored at night and just start like playing music. I might mean, get a little annoying, but I just... wouldn't mind being haunted by David Bowie. That would be cool as shit. What he's, he's an interesting dude. He wore a lot of different makeups, though. It might well, be that, that's scary. what I mean. Like he's interesting. Like yeah. you never know what the fuck to expect. But would you just want to wake up to that? Or, like. Two in the morning, David Bowie standing over your bed. I would, I would. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, um, any other anything anything coming up? Like, uh, well, I mean, I guess we we didn't really go into. Any... I didn't. You know, I haven't seen any movies or like I've not not no movies right now. For you me. haven't yeah. you haven't you haven't watched anything recently? Nah, no, not really. No, I um, just been <clears throat> listening to music mainly. Yeah, I just saw Captain America, and then. Um, what did I? I feel like I, 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 there's a lot of stuff that I watch and like consume, and sometimes I forget like what the fuck I watched. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, watching TV stuff like you know Game of Thrones and things like that. But um, yeah, no the um I would say just I just saw Captain America and I liked it. I thought it was really solid. Um, I think that the directors are doing a really good job. They they did the second they did the second movie. I feel like the second movie is a better movie yeah. as a whole. Um, but the third one has a lot of really good aspects to it. It's, and all the introduction to the characters. Yeah, that. they do a good job of bringing everybody in because yeah. there's a lot of people in this movie, but they all come in for like a short period of time and then they're gone. It's, and like, it's like what? It's Spider-Man, um, Black Panther. Black Panther. There's a lot of introductions and there's a lot of, and of course all these other characters are getting their own movies too. Yeah. So they don't have to spend too much time. My only, not to cut you off, my yeah. only problem with Black Panther mm-hmm. is that I feel like all Panthers matter. Why does he have to be just a Black Panther? You know what I mean? So no, Black that's Panther's, my only offense. He's a, to that. pretty old school, way before. Know, yeah. <laughs> I actually remember yeah. uh, for comic books, him and uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, uh, Moon Knight. It's jam, one dude. of the one of the rare comic books I I would read, and yeah. I, I remember Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I always liked the shit, design dude. of that character. I yeah, it looked really cool. He I'd like to see that on. Awesome. I'd like to see that on a, on on screen. You know, oh, that'd yeah. be cool. As long yeah. as they stick with it, I feel like. A lot of um, and well, I if like they make a bunch of Black Panther movies, hey, he battled Moon Knight, dude. He Fucking did. He did. He battled a lot movie. of people. Yeah. He's pretty much fought everybody in the Marvel the the Marvel universe as comic books go. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I I was just um, we there's a trailer for Doctor Strange that's coming up in November, and I never read uh, when I was reading comic books. I never read just like solo Doctor Strange books. Yeah, he but was I, always in shit, but yeah. he was in everything else, right? So even you know. Kristen, my girlfriend, asked me, she was like, Have you ever, did you read Doctor Strange? I'm like, no, I didn't read Doctor Strange, but I've read a lot of books with him in it. So, I mean, I know about the character enough to be, okay, this is what's going on. But that movie, to be quite honest with the trailer, didn't look that great to me. But I felt the same way about Thor the first time I yeah. saw that, and I never thought Thor was that I, you interesting know, I was just watching the second Thor yesterday. And they had nothing not... new. I, I like that one, it's man. It's okay. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's not It's not a bad movie. It's just all right. Yeah. It's just, I feel like the, it's it almost feels... 
I don't know if, I don't want to say anticlimactic, but it just doesn't, it didn't, I thought the first movie was more interesting personally, yeah. but um, again, I never thought Thor was that interesting of a character, but then I saw the movie and I was like, I actually really liked that. I yeah. thought that was really cool. And they have a good supporting cast too. That was like before Idris Elba got big. Um, he's he was not nearly as famous as he is now, and he was in that movie. You know, he was like he came off of doing like, um, uh, what was it? The Wire and the things wire, like that. Yeah. You know, and he was kind of making a name for himself at the time, but he's just playing like a side character. You know, and now he's way more way more popular, and people are like, well, we want to see more more him. You know, yep. um, but again, um, I feel like that the thing with Doctor Strange, it looked like the Marvel version of um, just the way the trailer did it. It just looked like the um, uh, like the Marvel version of Inception or something, oh, yeah, you know, it's like he's yeah. falling through like cities that are like all like up and down and around, and it's just like this huge thing. And I'm like, eh, I don't know how yeah. I feel about this. I, I, It'll be know, interesting. Yeah, I'll actually see it, and then I'll you know be able to make like a better. Well, judgment. are they going to have any other comic book characters kind of intertwined with that movie, or is it just going to be him? I don't. Like it sounds like it's just going to be him? his story because obviously, as the last Avengers movie shows up, <clears throat> or the last two, or they're not the last two, they're just the final. So Marvel's been spending like ten years building up to a certain sp- specific story that they're gonna do in the in the like the third and fourth Avengers movie or whatever, and that is what they've been that's what they've been building to this whole time, and so they're gonna end up contractually certain characters like probably you know nobody knows for sure, but Robert Downey Jr. stuff like that they don't have any contractual obligations after those movies are over. So are they gonna kill the characters? Are they gonna do you know what are they gonna do with those characters? afterwards are they just going to send them off and like retire them you know what they're off in retirement and that's like they're alive so maybe someday robert downey jr can come back when he's like 80 years old and put on the iron man costume again like is it you know i feel like killing the characters makes more sense because they're going to have all these new people come in that are supposed to also be avengers right so they have doctor strange and they have a new like second wave third wave black panther all these people will eventually be the next so when they make avengers 10 they're going to have a whole completely different lineup of people that are part of that team, yeah. right? So that's the idea. How long will Marvel be able to drag this out, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Through our entire lifetimes, we're going to be like 45 years old and being like, oh, the eighth Avengers movie is coming out. I can't wait, you know? Like, will it still have the same type of popularity? Probably, Probably not. not. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's um, it's interesting to see what they're doing. It's totally unique to, besides Star Wars, it's the, the most unique, like, story building system because it's it's not set up in chapters or anything like that it just says here's some solo movies for these characters so you can get to understand them and then here's the big movie where we put them all together yeah and then we're gonna stop that and we're gonna go here's a couple solo movies to get familiar with the characters and then we're gonna put them all together and they keep doing that and doing that and it's it's an interesting formula and it's totally unique to movies almost nobody's ever done that so that's fascinating and different but where where does it end or where's the stopping point you know so We'll see after like I think it's like 2018 is when the last like Avengers movies come out or the the last the most up to date two or whatever and we'll see how they kind of tile that together because how many Guardians of the Galaxy movies are they gonna make or how many of this or how many of that you know like they just cast um <clears throat> they just cast a guy to play young Han Solo too I saw that and, yeah. and I just I mean I don't I don't know why you know to me it just doesn't seem like let it let that person go like let that character go star wars is so huge like universe wise why are we going backwards and watching han solo like become a you know a smuggler or whatever yeah. i just don't i don't 
maybe the movie will be great, but it just seems like at this point, are doesn't... they casting him for a specific movie by itself, or he's just going to be? <clears> in it's that a solo new... film. It's a solo film. Oh, wow. <laughs> a okay. Han Solo film. Yeah, oh, no shit. Yeah, so it's his own thing. It's one of the. It's like where they're doing it this uh, this December. They have Rogue One, yeah. which is a pr- a movie that's based in the past yep. uh, before Episode Four, right? Which would be the very first Star Wars movie that ever came out. It's supposed to be about how these pilots or whatever steal the plans to the death star to blow it up so it's like the titanic you know that they succeed in doing what they do yeah. but since these characters have never been in anything else most likely they, a lot of them die and you gotta yeah. go okay so that's what and it's starring a woman <clears throat> so it costs them less right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty sweet yeah i mean you know just there's what's a... the most cost effective way to make a prequel oh get a woman you know what's really funny about that is i think that's really interesting and i was i was uh watching some stuff and it you know there's like when they ever they add like a gay couple or they add like there's uh they like it's a black dude or it's something it always feels to me in hollywood at least it feels super forced Forced, yeah. and it to me because it's and not because it's like unnatural it just seems like they're trying so hard to please everybody yeah. and in that process it doesn't it doesn't please anybody at all because they're just like oh you just put a black guy in there to make him you know to just to have that that, that yeah. black guy in there and then yeah. he's the token black guy now and I feel like they just need to not try so hard because everybody was flipping out about. Um, I was reading. I was reading about this, but everybody was flipping out about um, what's her Tilda Swinton being cast as the ancient one in the uh, Doctor Strange movie. And initially in the comic books, that was an Asian man. It was an old Asian man being the ancient one. Technically, she can probably look like an old Asian man. She at looks. Point. She, she she has an interesting look. So, but I the like... problem the problem was everybody was going like, oh, the Asian. They're, they should have had an Asian person, you know, that's totally racist. Like, why is it a white woman? Blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. She's, like, Swedish or something, right? But they're saying it shouldn't have been a white woman, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, uh, I was I was looking at that, and I was looking at the old, like, comic books and stuff. And if you look at the old comic books, they're, like, inherently racist. It's an old, stereotypical Asian guy. Yeah. So, I mean, where do you – how do you fix the problem? Yeah. Because if it's an old Asian guy that's totally stereotypical and racist in the comic books – and you don't do that in the movie because maybe it felt way too stereotypical or yeah. well, I mean I don't know what the casting choice was I didn't read there was like an article from about the casting director talking about you know maybe he's learning some lessons about how he should be casting or something I don't know so stupid yeah. because obviously there's all this hubbub about it but yeah. do you put now if it had been a black guy would anybody have said anything they'd be like okay it's an Asian it's, an, it's supposed to be an Asian character but instead it's a black dude yeah. would it have mattered I don't know. I mean, it just, I'm saying that it's just, or what if it was a Mexican or what if it was an eight, you know I mean? It just doesn't, to me, it doesn't, I don't, I don't get it. Or if, what if it was a white guy playing an overly racist stereotype of what if they just gave him, made it, made the white guy look Asian glasses. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. I think that would have worked. Um, I just don't sure John Wayne played those roles. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. Everyone loves him. (laughs) John Wayne. There's so, an actor yeah. I never got into. No, I never, I've never liked. I, I've never. I watched no. some of the old like westerns. I'm like, people loved this. They I'm loved like, them. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Again, in a completely different time and, and era that I yeah. was not a part of. But yeah. uh, I mean, I love. I like old movies. I like old shit like that. But like, yeah. Again, I don't. I, f- I feel like it's just uh, John Wayne. Just never, never was. I was like, nope, don't like this. Yeah, no, I don't exactly. know what this is. Um, but again, with the with the race thing, it's like I feel like it's just with or even with like again with like gay couples or whatever it is it just feels super forced every time they do it and not to say that they shouldn't do it it's just that it just feels like they're going about it in the wrong way they're trying to please I never everybody like, i never like when they put a certain race or gender as like 
the new spokesperson for that race or gender. Like for me, like, do I really, do I really want George Lopez to be a spokesperson for Hispanic? No, he's a fucking idiot. Right. He's a shit human being. But he's like the most but famous he, Mexican person. But he's, person. he's <laughs> like, he'll speak out now and go, oh, this is what George Lopez had to say. Right. I don't give a fuck. Hey, at least George it Lopez wasn't Carlos Mencia. Yeah, he's not even, I don't know what is he is. Is he alive? Yeah, probably not by now. But like, again, just it's, it is stupid. It's I really just don't, uh, yeah, I mean. Hollywood de- does do a terrible job I'm definitely, of trying to see who like the spokesperson for certain things should be. It's and ridiculous. I don't, I, I personally don't give a it's shit very if forced. the entire movie has black people or the entire movie is full of Mexican people. But then again, if you ever see a movie that's geared towards like Latinos, or if you ever see a movie that's geared towards black people, those movies are full of fucking stereotypes and yeah. bullshit. And it's like, it, it's, they're gearing it towards us. But I mean, there's like, oh, obviously they have a white, like romantic comedies that are geared towards dumb white girls. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you just, they're, Hollywood does it. Well, I, guess, I guess it's a long story short. Hollywood just does a bad job of like they making things, yeah, they really making do. things make sense. Yeah. Like you just see, like when you see like a guy that's like a white dude, that's, blah 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 and he's got a black friend and blah, blah, blah and you're just going like man this just feels so forced it feels yeah. so forced and it never feels really well written i can't think of a lot of movies where they have relationships like that where you just go oh yeah this totally makes sense like i see this actually happening in real life mm. no not never real. never fucking happens it's not real at all <laughs> all right well um i guess that'll probably conclude our uh our music and film thing unless there's anything coming up that you're thinking uh, you want to that you you know is happening soon um i uh, know you know the one thing anything the one other thing i'll revert back real quick to the chili peppers thing is that traditionally i thought this was really interesting about um the music industry is tra- traditional when an, when a an artist is going to release an album they usually do it's like a 90 day lead time so they release the single and then they say okay if the the album comes out in three months and then they they used to just release a single and that was it you had the one radio single and then the album comes out nowadays it's been Here's the first single, and if you pre-order the album, you get that that download, yeah. right? And then you get to it's like as the months go by, all of a sudden they release another track and another track. So now they're usually re- like bands are releasing three to four songs off the album. Maybe it's only a a, a ten song album too, which is really interesting. And they're releasing like a, a over a quarter of it, right? And I think that's really fascinating. But the Chili Peppers just did it where they just just released the album. And they said it comes out next month. So I actually liked that a lot better because there wasn't a three month lead time to it. They said, "Here's the first single, album's out next month," and I'm like, "That's cool. I that like good. that yeah. that faster turnaround because I don't want to hear the same track. I mean, I don't listen to the radio anyways, but yeah. I don't want to hear the same track on the radio for three months and then all of a sudden be like, cool, now I can go listen to the album and I'm never gonna listen to the single ever again because I heard yeah. it a thousand times. Overplayed bullshit. Yeah, you have to be smart." With this, uh, with technology and social well, media the, and everything like that, you, I feel like you have to be a little more either very creative with, pr- like before you're releasing your album, or just fucking release it. Like, well, I think with the way the industry yeah. is now, it's like with all the piracy and everything that's going on, it's like, yeah, I think it's clever to keep people interested in like release the single and then release other tracks. But I feel like they're releasing too much of the album. So when you get the album, you're like, oh, I get to hear four new songs and yeah. that's it. Yeah, I do want to hear a some snippets from the album even if it's those 30 second you know 
uh, things, like the thirty second preview of yeah. the song of the songs. I'm totally down with that just to get a feel of what I'm going to be listening to, and then I'll buy the album. Yeah. But you can't just don't. I don't want the whole thing. It's like if you're going to do that, just release the album earlier. Yeah, I just don't understand the point. But yeah, the industry is changing a lot with the way they release music and the way they do, and especially with all the digital stuff. It's just like, I mean, I've stopped buying a lot of CDs. I'm buying mainly digital stuff now yeah. because. It, I just don't have the space. I think that's what it, what it comes down to. I love I love owning like Blu-rays, DVDs, stuff like that, and I love owning records and CDs. And I I would own all the physical media I possibly could, except for I just don't have endless amounts of fucking space to put it. in. digital is obviously the answer. It's because better to have a fucking huge hard hard drive instead yeah. of a, you know it's a better giant for closet. it's better to have a collection that the government just knows that you're watching and listening to anyways. Right. Well, so. I mean, my and I know this sounds like. It's like apocalyptic view, but I'm like one day when everything fucking explodes and there's yeah. like no more internet, there's no more computers, all this shit, and there's no more power. Yeah. I'm still gonna have a fucking CD, right? Yeah, like that seriously. I could, or I could put vinyl on, and you can play it. Well, like, depend on the next president, and actually, both candidates might possibly do this. Yeah. So we could, the world could be ending soon. Everybody, that's everybody <laughs> enjoy it. You know, you know. Do do what you do what you do and choose who you choose, but also be prepared for any consequences, like the world ending. Yeah, hey, well, it's got to end sometime, right? I just read something funny the other day that I had to I had to repost it, but it was um, it was like if you eat well, again, it won't be this won't be verbatim of what the actual thing says, but it's like if you eat well, you drink a lot of water and you get a lot of exercise you're still gonna die yeah, <laughs> like, exactly it doesn't matter how you treat yourself either way we all end up in the same the same way and so. it's like a 90 percent chance you're gonna get cancer right <laughs> so these days yeah good, you're just yeah. like what's well, always funny have you read the back of like something as simple as fucking shampoo or something and it goes like using too much of this can potentially cause you cancer and you're like what the fuck is in my read, shampoo i just read it on a face wash it said oncologist approved, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I'm just trying to wash my face. And one of my favorite was Holy I was shit. I bought a pack of gum. Yeah, a long. I used to like when I was a kid. I used to like Big Red, and I used to, I think I bought something that was not Big Red. It was like some other cinnamon gum, which I don't know why. I don't really like that now, but yeah. I did as a kid. Why was uh, that a thing? That's pretty stupid. Uh, cinnamon flavored gum. I don't know. I mean, Big Red, man. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wrigley's they just you know they know how to balance their flavors or whatever <laughs> three flavors uh, yeah but yeah. anyways there was some other cinnamon gum that I was buying that wasn't Big Red and I was reading it just decided to read the back of the package or something yeah. and it said it had like saccharin in it or something and I think that was it's just like a sugar substitute and it said saccharin is known to cause cancer in small animals like because you know they're testing on rats and I'm like so what does that mean? If I chew too much of this gum, I'm just going to get cancer? Like, what? Probably. what is your warning? <laughs> what is your warning on the back of this package mean? Warning all Don't the small feed animals. it to your dog? All like, the small what animals the that are buying fuck? That. I just thought that was the craziest. I thought that was the craziest thing, and I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. But at the same time, it's like everything on a, has a warning label now that says you're going to get cancer. Yeah. So you just got to be prepared for it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think cancer treatments should be free now because if so many people are getting cancer... Then we should just be able to be prepared and go to the clinic and get your free, your free, uh, you know, cancer treatment. That should just be the yeah, way it is. That would be awesome. All right. So I guess uh, we've kind of we've rambled quite a bit. Um, I guess we'll kind of just close this down and say, you know, what what's up, what's upcoming, or what you know, whatever you're interested in, or what's what's going to happen soon. Yeah. That you want to do. What's next? I don't, know. I don't know. More beer. More beer. Well, we have a lot more, more beer, beer actually. Yeah. We need to get food too. So I think that's. Uh, I'm getting pretty hungry. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had anything this morning. So besides beer, we'll so. figure that out. Yeah. 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 Um, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I, there's definitely, um, I felt like movie-wise, there's a lot of movies coming out throughout the summertime that I feel like I, I'm going to def- definitely be um, probably catching like a movie here and there. I actually just read a review for Neighbors 2. Did you ever see the first Neighbors? I'll never watch that. Sorry. Why? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's just the stupidest. I, I hate movies that have the most unlikely... Ideas ever, but that's the whole I, point. You know, would just watch so, documentaries. Well, and I appreciate, like, I I appreciate the there's the the art of comedy is that I appreciate how smart it is to make a very stupid concept funny. Right. That's why I've always loved Strangers with Candy. That's why I've always loved Soap. I love these extremely stupid concepts because those are so stupid that they are fucking genius. Right. Whereas like a sorority or a fraternity next to your house driving you crazy yeah. is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I, <laughs> I hate it. I never watched, I never watched the first neighbors. There's like a 99% chance I won't, I won't watch the second. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> I felt like the first movie had some, it wasn't, you know, nonstop hilarious, but it yeah. had some good funny parts to it. Yeah. And I read a review for the sequel and they said that it's even better than the first one. Right. So I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. I'll, I don't know if I'll go, I don't know if we're going to go see it in theaters or not, but we're definitely probably going to check it I out. I think that, uh, I think it's awesome that, that Chloe Moretz chick is, Hey, she's like, good. She's, yeah, she's funny. She's, and she's blown up. She's great. Yeah. She's I, blown up. You never now. know with know. stuff like that when you do a movie like kick ass where you're just like yeah. an offensive, you know, swearing little girl. She was great on it, 30 rock. She had a part. I mean, when she was battling with I, Jack Don, I never, I don't watch 30 rock. That so. Was, yeah. So, but I mean, she's been in a bunch of stuff. No, it's yeah. good. She's getting, she's getting bigger. She's uh becoming, you know, I guess she'll grow up and become a, you know, probably a big star at yeah. some point. But she's really, yeah, she's getting there. What is she? She still looks like she's fucking twelve though. That's the one thing I think is really strange when you see a little girl grow up and then start doing things like in the in, like in the new neighbors movie. She's like in a bikini and stuff, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like you remember Dakota Fanning? Yeah, yeah. Like she did a she did that movie called The Runaways where it's about the about the band. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, I saw it. Yeah. And she was like in lingerie and stuff and I was like, this is weird. I was like, not that we know each other or anything. It just feels like you're almost watching like your little sister all of a sudden like be sexy or something. That's another like, that's another strange thing with Hollywood is like when a they get to a certain age, like all right, you got to be super overly have, sexual. Yeah, now. you're like you have boobs we have now. To, we so really have, have to make sure they know that you're an adult now, right? So we're gonna put you so in they, like they don't feel guilty we're about gonna masturbating in, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right? You have <laughs> boobs now, yeah. and you're you're a woman, so you have to be. You have to make sure you show like you know most of your body. Like wear a bikini, do all this shit. We need masturbation yeah. without any guilt, right? Exactly, yeah, so. because even if you're not. 18 yet we just need to, our audience to feel okay exactly. about it yeah yes because 16 year olds can wear bikinis too mm-hmm. they're just not legal yep so uh yeah it's essentially that uh it's just an interesting thing to see when they when they're starting to become like all of a sudden you know for me it felt like the movie kick-ass was like four years ago yeah, even though it really yeah. wasn't it yeah. wasn't four years ago but it, that's what it feels like and all of a sudden she was like a little kid and now she's an adult and i'm like uh it's, it's weird it's odd yeah so all right, well, um, I think that was uh, some. We had some some tasty brews, and uh, we uh, just rambled about a lot of bullshit. Yep, and I feel like we we're we're pretty successful at that. So. Yeah, yeah. We're All right, good. well, um, I guess uh, we'll we'll do this again uh, next week. And... I think you should remind people about your website. Oh yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I got to plug myself. Yep. Right, plug myself up, and that way nothing drops out. Yeah. Just cork it. Yeah, exactly. Plug yourself. <laughs> oh shit! That was <laughs> now unprofessional. you're dropping. dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. All all new episodes will go up on rclvoice.com. Yeah, and then after that, it'll upload to iTunes. Uh, I don't know what the time frame is, but I don't know how fast it uploads to iTunes. So, well, it's kind of an, it's an experiment. We'll I'll we'll try to keep better track on it. And then also, 
I didn't um I there's an email address. It's called eattpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, that's that's gonna be where you send all your hate mail for yeah. anything. You know, anything where you get offended and you, you feel like it's unacceptable for us to talk about the things that we like to talk about, you just let us know. And then yeah. if it's really good and it's a it's a fas- fascinating email, I'll be happy to read it on on the show so we can just laugh at it and make fun yeah. of it. So. I'll also uh, go ahead and Google my other website, uh, Butt Stuff Jeff. Google it. <laughs> you'll find it. And there's also the micropenis yeah. one. Yeah, right? micropenis Jeff. No. <laughs> Uh, butt stuff, Jeff. Just, just they're all linked to one. If you really want to get a solid look at that, just go into Google and yeah, just type micro penis, yeah. and then go to the image section. Yeah, and I think that you'll find the link to Jeff's website, but you'll yeah. also find a lot of their good things. And if you also, uh, if you Google images, the butt stuff. Yeah, butt stuff. It's That's cool. there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of. It's open ended. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of good butt stuff out yeah, there. Yeah. So just you know be prepared. Depends on what you're into. Yeah. Well, I mean. You gotta you gotta branch out. Yep. If you're not into butt stuff, get into butt stuff. Yes. All right, yep. we're out of here.